my message today is being anchored in prayer. To have our lives anchored, stable, fixed on a lifestyle of prayer. And so I'm going to talk about what prayer looks like. Now, we are starting tomorrow morning, seven days of prayer right here. 6.15 every morning for seven days. We're going to come together, pray together and seek God together. So if you can make at least one, that'd be awesome. But you know what? I've learned to pray by watching prayers. Back in 1992, when I went to my first church, Pentecostal, Bible-believing, Spirit-filled church, I was the cleaner of the church. So I was from a a religious background. I didn't know how to pray. I knew how to pray rote prayers. I knew, I learned how to recite, but I never knew how to connect. And I remember I was cleaning out the back and in the auditorium, my senior pastor, she was praying. And I just opened the door slightly and I leaned in. And I heard her, she was pacing the front of the, the church and she was saying, Father, And I went, whoa, the power when she said the word Father, when she connected her heart to the Father's heart. So I went out to the loo and was cleaning and I thought, I'm going to try this. Yeah, so I lifted my hands and I said, Father, the power of God and my connection to the Father's heart was like, wow, wow. You're my heavenly father. I can talk to you as a daughter. I can talk to you, connect with you. And prayer came alive. Prayer is power. Prayer is peace. Prayer is relationship. Then a couple of years later, I was asked to pray for China with a friend. And we started to pray in a garage or a shed. We had a map of China. Before that, one of the times I was leading worship in my church, I had to learn, the team had to learn a song because we had a guest minister to come and and he was going to talk about the nations. So we learn a song. Some of you people might have heard this song. Ask of me and I will give the nations as an inheritance for you. As an inheritance for you, my children. I didn't realize that those words are straight from Psalm 2, verse 8. Ask of me and I'll give you the nations as your inheritance, the ends of the earth, your possession. And as I sang that, the second verse goes like this. Here am I, send me to the nations as an ambassador for you. Here am I. As I sang that, I didn't realize I was releasing a prayer. Oh, you can clap. Yeah, yeah, come on. Thank you. (laughs) Don't clap, throw money. (laughs) No, 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 we're not that kind of church. Okay. Okay, praise the Lord. (laughs) So stay on track, people. All right. You too, Melbourne? Okay. So I'm singing. And as I'm singing, I'm feeling this this, uh, feeling of of power come up from the inside of me. And I realized it's a cry. 
I'm crying out to God. Here am I. Send me to the nations. It was a cry. It was a prayer. And I didn't realise that seven, eight, nine years later, as my girlfriend and I were praying for China for eight years every Tuesday morning to a map, little did I know that God would send Brendan and I into China, into the churches there, and we would minister the life of Jesus Christ in China itself. Little did I know that he would send us around the world 19 times to 25 nations, to stand in Africa, to sing over orphans, to sing over AIDS victims. Little did I know that we'd be in the Czech Republic and God would um, grow a person's leg out and heart healing would happen and there'd be a breakout of revival. Little did I know when I stood on the stage and I said, ask me, he said, ask me, ask me, Kathy. I didn't know I wanted to go to the nations. I didn't want to go to the nations. I wanted to stay in my church, serve, do whatever it took. But he had something more. God has got something more for you. God has got territory for you. And as we heard with Dave McCracken last week, that we are a territory-taking church. We are taking the territory for Jesus. And prayer is the fuel to go. Prayer is the fuel to go. You don't even have to step into the country. You can pray for China at home. You can pray for Japan at home. We've actually got a beautiful Japanese student here for the first time. Where are you? Konnichiwa. Where are you? Maybe that's not good Japanese. Oh, there you are. Sayonara. Not yet. No, no, no. Hi. <laughs> God sends us to, you know what? God has sent the nations to Australia. Hands up if you were born in another nation. Give us a wave. Melbourne, give us a wave. Online, you can wave. Look, many, many nations represented here. Little did I know when I prayed a fervent prayer. There's a scripture that says the effective fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much. That means there's power available. Everybody shout power. So I want to share with you one of my anchored scriptures. To anchor our life in the Word of God is where the power comes from. To move in the Spirit with the Word of God is where power comes from. It's the Word and the Spirit that produces life. Is that not right? That's right. Okay, so let me read it to you. It'll be up on the screen. In 1 John, this is... An amazing scripture, 5 verse 17 from the New King James Version. It says, now this is the confidence. Everybody say confidence that we have in Him, not in ourselves. I'm not confident in myself. Like I was telling Jeremy and Brendan, like before I got introduced, I said, I feel so weak in myself, like physically. But the Word of God says to me, in your weakness, you're strong. Do we always feel like praying? No, because our stinking flesh gets in the way. And then our brain goes and our mind, which is wonderful, we've got one. That's supposed to be a joke. Goes into panic about this and that and takes you somewhere else. 
But prayer anchors your life in Him who has the answers. He has the answer. But no wonder the devil wants us busy and confused and, no, 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 I can't go to a seven-day prayer meeting. Why not? Can you come to one? Can you come to all? Can you just come? Come into the Father's house and come into His presence every day. Prayer doesn't have to take a long time. Prayer is a privilege and an honour. And we can have confidence that, that we have in Him, that if we ask anything, everybody say anything, according to His will, He hears us. That's the confidence. When we ask according to His will, we know that He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we've asked of Him. The answers may not be what we want because I want world peace. If I was Miss Universe and I was asked, you know, what do you want? You know, we see on the movies, world peace. There's never going to be world peace. There are going to be wars and rumours of wars. There's going to be trouble. There'll be tribulation. There'll be tests and trials. But when we're anchored in the Word of God, when we're anchored in prayer, we have no worries. We have no concerns. Be anxious for nothing, the Bible says. But with prayer and supplication, let your requests be known to God and the God of peace. Everybody say peace. Will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So God of peace is that shalom peace. Shalom, the Hebrew word, nothing missing and nothing broken. And yet we all have broken things in our lives. We all have brokenness. We sang about ashes to beauty. The Bible says He gives us beauty for ashes. Beautiful things out of the ashes of life. And even those of you who are online perhaps and, you know, there are fires around you and you've lost your home or family, can you believe for a moment that the God of hope, the God of all comfort would comfort you and that you would bring comfort to others? He's a God of hope. Whatever ashes your life has looked like, and I've had a few things burn up in my life, but He's turn them to beautiful things. The fact that I can share with you is a beautiful thing. The fact that we're in this ch church with one another, that we have groups that care, that we have friends that are there for us. That's what it's all about. We have a God that's all-knowing. So wouldn't it be good to tap into Him? I'm going to share later on about receiving a heavenly language. And I'm going to let the Holy Spirit do what He wants to do. I pray in a heavenly language. Every day of my life, you can study what it's about after you've received it. You don't have to have head knowledge to receive everything that God's got for you. Did you know everything when you received Jesus? Did you really understand and comprehend what He did for you on the cross? I didn't. I just had this 
I want to know him. I want to know him. If he really loves me, I want to receive that love because every other natural kind of love hasn't worked for me. His love is called agape. It's supernatural. It's supernatural. And he'll wipe away your tears. When you get up off your knees, when you pray, he'll wipe away the tears. But you'll go back there again and say, God, God, I cry out to you. This is the confidence that we have in Christ. A life of prayer. When we pray, he acts. He moves. He might say to you, don't move. Don't do a thing. Just wait. While you wait, you get this incredible instruction, correction, direction, a strategic idea, a plan. Wait on him. Wait on him. It doesn't mean tick, 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 wait. It may, means don't move into anything until you get that anchor, anchor of peace, anchor of hope, anchor, anchor, and then you go confidently into the next step with him because he is sovereign and Lord over all. Amen. Let's give the Lord a big praise offering. Whoa, whoa. So I'm going to give you some tweetable totes, tweetable quotes. That was hard to say if you make it up. Tweetable quotes, all right? And I'm, I'm not that smart and these are really good. So, you know, <laughs> you can use them and say they're yours. Okay, here we go. Okay, so prayer, prayer is my union and communion with Him, with God. It's a love exchange. It's not laborious. It's a love exchange, one to another. Prayer is listening to Him and praying to Him. It's praying to him and then listening to him. It's back and forth. It's back and forth. It's a two-way communication. It's not chucking up your petitions. God, I need you to do this and I need you to do that. It's like, Father, Father God, I love you so much. Come on, let's talk today. Holy Spirit, come on. Get in my prayers because sometimes I'm confused even with my own praying, right? It's a vital 24-7 exchange. It never stops. It's continual communion, talking on the inside with God, anywhere, everywhere, anytime. Thank you. <laughs> Prayer is heaven's language in my lungs. I know. Prayer is heaven's language in my lungs. Prayer is listening to God, His heart, and then voicing His will. Hearing his heart, voicing his will. That's why being anchored in the scriptures, getting the word of God on the inside of us, memorizing scriptures in children's church. They learn memory verses, not so that they can just wrote them off. They learn them so that then they can get them down in their spirit and get a revelation from God. Why don't we do that ourselves? Because we're God's children. Okay, beautiful. What else have I got here? It's passionate, it's real, 
It's open and it's vulnerable. Prayer is passionate. It's open and it's vulnerable. I'm going to tell a story of my husband because they liked it in the first service. Okay, and he wasn't there, so he'll get to hear it. And he actually does it better than me, but anyway, I'll do the girl version. So back in the day, when we first came back to the Lord, back to church, I was in every service, midweek, two, two services on a Sunday, every prayer meeting, every, every time the doors of the church open, I'm there, right? And so, you know, Brendan wasn't as enthusiastic. Okay, and he had a few problems. Not I didn't, nah. Anyway, he had a few addictions, all right? Anyway, I'm telling everybody, hello online. Hey, Melbourne. Okay, so we're in this rented house and he used to smoke. And so he wasn't allowed to smoke in the house, right? So he went out in the garage and he's having his smoke. And on the wall of the garage, there's a tile. Now, we didn't put it there, but the tile said, seek ye first. Old King James, ye. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. And he's there. Hmm. Is that right, Brent? Blowing smoke rings. Anyway, it's not very ladylike, but that's what he did. So he's smoking away. And he goes, yeah, seek ye first the kingdom of God. God, I really like these cigarettes. But I, I want to stop. Can you help me stop? So he got so excited, put one out, lit another one. And so next thing we're in a meeting and a woman of God, he went up for prayer. She prayed in Jesus' name, be free. He didn't even have to tell her why he was there. He just went for prayer and the power of agreement within his heart and her prayer in the name of Jesus. Within three weeks, thank God, he'd stopped smoking and started drinking. No, stop it. You weren't in the first service and you're not allowed to talk now. Okay. All right. Here's some more things, holy things to think about. Okay, so... Sometimes prayer is secret and silent and personal. But it's often powerful, loud and forceful. It's full of scripture and verses of revelation. It's not one size fits all. There are many ways to pray. There are no formulas. There are ways in the prayer in the Bible that I'm going to share with you. There are different types of prayer. I want to show you a little inspirational picture. I taught children how to have secret place time. I teach them all over the world. There are kids there from China, Indonesia, Malaysia, and Aussie land. (laughs) And so what I call it, I call it clamshell prayer. So, you know, when we're all together, we can't really have a secret place, but we can because we go into God, right? So I teach the children, you know, a clam when it's shut, sometimes it gets a little, little piece of sand in it and starts to agitate. And that turns into, over time, a pearl. Can you believe it? A pearl. And they're like, yeah, we know that. <laughs> they're so smart. Okay. I said, why don't we learn how to clam shell prayer? 
pray to God like a clam. And virtually, I'm just saying, get in a position of humility. Humble yourself. Down you go. God, I just thank you. I thank you. I love you. And just start talking to God. And they're like, yeah. So I go, okay, on the count of three, clam, shout, prayer, boom. And they're all down. I love it. And sometimes I just expect them to, little heads to pop up. (laughs) What's going? I've never seen a head pop up. They never seen a head out of the thousands of children that we've taught how to pray this way. They just stay there. And I said, but you've got to talk out loud to God. There'll be so many voices that everyone can hear. And I hear all these voices, God, 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 love you, God, God, God. And then I said, okay, pop your heads up. Now we're going to listen to God. Down you go. One, two, three, boom, they're down. And it's silent doesn't take long to say, for God to say something that will turn your life around. He loves to communicate. He speaks to our spirit, not to our head, our spirit that's alive to God. His power moves and they pop up and I'm like, who heard from God? And all these hands go up and we talk about what God is saying to them because God's a personal God and He wants to talk to us all. So here we go. Very quickly, Here are some types of prayer, and this might help you. There's a prayer called the prayer of agreement, and you can find out in Matthew 18. So I'm not going to read the Scriptures. I just want you to understand that when two or three agree concerning anything that is in this Word, while you're on the earth, that's why we have a prayer line at the end of the service, for you to come to the altar and for us to agree with you to say, yes, be healed in Jesus' name. Yes, reconciliation in Jesus' name. Yes, power of God in Jesus' name. Agreement is powerful. The prayer of agreement. Then we have the prayer of faith. Bringing petitions to God. Making your requests known to God. If you want to take notes, you can. Because those scriptures, I'm not putting up the whole scripture. You can study it yourself. It would be a great week wouldn't it? It'd be a great week to study on prayer while we're having our week of prayer. Be awesome, Melbourne. Okay, we love you. So bringing our petitions or supplications before God. Petitions, what you want. You know, God wants wants what you want. He wants everything good. He wants every blessing to come to you. But we can't change people's minds and we can't change people's decisions. We can't change people. We can only be changed ourselves. And when we, tra- <clears throat> sorry, when we yield ourselves to God in prayer, I change, you change. We become more like Jesus and we think like Him because we can have lots of plans, lots of outcomes that we want. But if it's not tracking down that road, You've got to hear from God what's next, what to do. And He hears our petitions because we have confidence in Him. And then there's the prayer of uh, consecration or dedication or surrender. Jesus is in the garden. Yep. Crying out to His heavenly Father. Knew His destiny, but for a moment in time, really God, Father, if you can take this cup away from me, if, if, if there's any other way, who knows how long it took for God, the Father and the Son to commune, for Jesus to get to that point, dropping blood from His capillaries, breaking vessels in His face because of the intensity. 
And he says, nevertheless, God, Father, your will be done. And then he set his eyes like flint towards the cross because he knew that his sacrifice would set us free. When you surrender your life to God, the people, you bring them to the altar and say, God, I can't change this person. I can't. I brought Brendan to the altar many times. Um, <laughs> God, I bring him to you. I bring, yeah, whatever, whoever. <laughs> God, you know that song? I surrender all. I surrender all, all to Thee, my blessed Saviour. I surrender all. And I get up and I want to change somebody. We can have moments with God and we're like, oh, so vulnerable. And then we get up and we're nasty or we're moody and we're cracking the whip and it's like, oh God, I've got to get down again. I surrender. It's a daily 24-7 labor of love. We're not perfected yet, but he's bringing us into perfection. That's a prayer of surrender. Okay. Then there's, oh my goodness, prayer of intercession. Some people have the gift of intercession. So that means that when someone can't pray for themselves anymore, They've come to the end of themselves. Somebody else. The answer is over here. They're over here. Just, I can't pray. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Or they, they're praying, but they feel weak in their prayer. You and I step into the gap and say, I'll take the burden. On behalf for you and you feel the burden and you feel and you carry it and you carry it and you take it to God and he does a breakthrough and you step out of the way and there's a powerful exchange for them on behalf of them what a privilege to pray for others talks about it in Ephesians then there's the prayer of binding and loosing that's authority this week, we'll be doing all these forms of prayer. Then there's the prayer of thankfulness. If you want to get God's attention, just say thank you. Father, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that he died to exchange my wretchedness so that he could be glorified in me. I want to ask you, let's just close our eyes for a moment because we're going to do two things. I'm going to give you an invitation. If you're in Melbourne, just close your eyes online, close your eyes. You're in your God space. This is your secret place with God. He is talking to you. He's using my voice, but he's talking to you intimately because he loves you. I'm going to invite anyone that's never given their life to Christ to come to him today. And then we're going to have a moment of singing and, and speaking in tongues. And those of you who have not yet got your heavenly language, there'll be a moment where you can receive. It's a gift. It's a gift. There's, a, there's an anointing. There's a, a moment for you today to receive your language, to receive your mysterious prayer life. And then you can learn about it and study about it. So firstly, Jesus Christ died to take away your sin. And he died 
so that you could live not just a life here on earth knowing Him, but for eternity with Him. If something happened to you today, do you know that you would spend your life eternally with Jesus Christ, with the family of God? There is no other way to heaven. There is no other way. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. There is no other religion. Jesus is resurrected the resurrected King, and He loves you. So if you're here today and you've never given your life to God, to Christ, I'm going to ask you in a moment to put up your hand and put it down quickly. And then we're going to say a prayer, all of us, and invite God into our hearts, into our lives, into every nook and cranny of who we are. Surrender to Him right now. So as I ask you at home, wherever you are in Melbourne, just put your hand up if you want to be included in this prayer. Here we go. One, two, three. Hands up if you want to say a prayer and surrender your life to God right here today, right now. Just put it in the air and we'll see it and we'll acknowledge you. You want a relationship with Jesus. Maybe you've once surrendered to him, but you know that you've you're lukewarm and you want to come back to him, then you put your hand in the air too. I've done, I did that five times when we came to our first church because I just wanted to know, want to have assurance. Is there anyone that wants assurance? Put your hand up at home in Melbourne or here in this house. Let's stand up and say this prayer together. Let's say it together. Father in heaven, I thank you for sending Jesus to save my soul. I'm sorry for my sin. I turn away from the devil and I turn to you, Jesus Christ. I receive your forgiveness. I am born again today by the power of God. Holy Spirit, come. Fill me up to overflowing in Jesus' name. While you're standing, let's just have a moment now. I said we'd just take a minute to open up our hearts and voices to God. If you want to receive your heavenly language, just put your hands out towards God. If you already have your heavenly language, let's sing, let's speak, let's shut it up, up, let's use it. Let everyone in this place have a release right now. If you know your friend doesn't yet have their language, just say, come on, do you want this now? And put your hand on them. Release the power of God. Let's sing, let's sing, let's sing. Receive, receive, receive. Let the Holy Spirit be poured out over you. He'll give you the voice. Sing, speak, pray. Open up your heart. Open up your voice. He'll give you the words. He'll give you the words. He'll give you the words. Shut it up, but I'm not 
it. Keep going. Yeah. God, as we walk through the day, Lord, we know we're communing with you 24-7. Thank you, God, for being our all in all. And Lord, I thank you for each and every one. Lord, as they receive the gifts, all the nine gifts, Lord, of your Spirit, Lord, we'll see territories taken. We'll see lives transformed. We'll see Jesus glorified. We'll see each other healed and whole. We'll see blind eyes open. We'll see bodies healed, terminal cancer healed in the name of Jesus. We'll see people walk out of hospital. We'll see people free. We'll see people loved God. We'll thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Let's give the Lord a shout of praise. Awesome. Hey, great message, Kathy. Let's give Kathy another hand.